Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Just tell us back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on January 30th, 2017. And the quote for this episode goes like this. Willful waste brings woeful wants. Again, willful waste brings woeful wants. And that's by Thomas Fuller. So this this quote reminded me of the many times that I've been talking to someone about either, either starting their own business or them wanting to do something that can create like a side income, but money being the primary excuse for them not doing it. It's like, I mean, you, you know the people that always, um, even, even if you are like in the same situation, but for some reason, when I mean same situation, I mean financially for the most part, or you were in the situation that that person was in and you found a way to get yourself out of it. You know, you, you, you've either never made excuses for yourself or got to the point where you realize you can't, you just can't keep using money as an excuse for everything. You just can't, especially when you see that person, that same person that, that's making excuses about finances, spending money on things that you would never, that you could, you can afford to spend money on, but you're not because you know it's not one practical or you have better uses for that money. So they're willfully wasting money. And I used to think this was common sense, but it's apparent that it's not. And this is what I mean. I'm not I'm not even talking about big things. I'm talking about minor things when you when looked at individually. Things like going out for lunch every day, like buying lunch every day instead of packing your own lunch. Things like getting a new hairdo once a week, going to the barbershop once a week as opposed to going to the barbershop maybe once a month and then learn how to cut your own hair going out to eat every night as opposed to learning how to cook <laughs> or or you know maybe once a month go out to eat going to the movies like I, I have to see that new movie as soon as it come out I can't wait till it come on Redbox I can't wait till it come on Netflix things like that a concert some concert coming to town I have to go to that concert I just have to I, I can't miss it meanwhile the same person is making excuses why they can't afford internet hosting for their website, why they can't afford to buy their own domain name, why they can't afford business cards, why they can't afford to buy a used lens for for their camera that they you know they want to start a pet photography business. The so reason uh, reason why they can't. They can't justify paying the um, uh, sales tax license so they can start buying products for their business 
that they want to start, that they want to create, you know, through wholesalers. All these excuses. And no matter what you tell them, you tell them, hey, I was in the same predicament as you were. But these are the things that I did. And for some reason, those things work for you, but they can't they won't work for that person. You know, does the same person that can't. I mean, I mean, a domain name, it, it, it baffles me. When I see, when I see, uh, when I come across a YouTube video of someone doing a tutorial on buying a domain name, uh, the, my first, my first reaction is, who, who, who doesn't know how to buy a domain name? And then, like, you know, not soon after that, I come across somebody who asked me, how do, how do you have an email address that's such and such at such and such dot, dot com and not Hotmail or Gmail or Yahoo? And I'm like, oh, I have my own domain name. I have several, many, too many. Matter of fact, I'm, I got some renewal notices this morning and I'm trying to see which one I'm going to let expire. But I, I, anytime I get an idea for something, I, I buy the domain name. <laughs> you know, I just buy it. it. A lot of times there's a discount. I get like, I find like a coupon for like a 99 cent domain or at, at the most $10. You usually pay more when you renew them than you do when you initially buy them. So these same people that can get their nails done every, every once a week, these same people that, you know, they can buy the UFC fight, same people that can Whatever, whatever sports team they like, or whatever sports, um, whatever sport they follow, they can buy that package on, on you know, cable. They they have cable and all this stuff. These same people are complaining about a ten dollar a year domain name or a hundred dollar a year uh, domain uh, ISP when. They pay this amount, this amount a month and more every month on something that's not that that would not put money in their pocket unless that you know if it's sports unless they're betting on it or something like that then yeah right, go for it if you're doing whatever uh, whatever those these new fan duel and these other things yeah go for it I mean yeah I, I can I can see that yeah you know do it but I'm talking about the people that's not I'm talking about the people that's just this money is purely for entertainment that they just cannot give up. They cannot give they cannot give it up. They can't fathom taking a sandwich in for work as opposed to going even if it's the cheapest restaurant you, if you're doing it every day McDonald's. Wendy's, you know, even if it's just those cheap fast food, but if you're doing it Monday through Friday on your lunch, I mean just it's totally fine. If if that's what you want to do and you're not trying to do something else, if you're not complaining about not having money, I'm talking about the people that are complaining about money. I remember when I was doing real estate. When I was when I was in real estate, I had so many people asking me or, or telling me they wanted to they wanted to buy a home. And one of the one of the first things I I do is I ask them why because. You know, owning a home is supposed to be the American dream, but it's not all it's cracked up to be. People people buy homes for the wrong reason, and they find out that once you buy a home, that's not the end of it. That's the start of it. 
that's just the start. Owning a home when you when you buy, when you close and you get those keys, that's the start of a long journey. That's just the start of it. So, but even you know, after they, you know, realize they really want one, they know all what comes along with buying a home. And a lot of, you know, if they can't afford, if they think they can't afford a home, I, I start, I ask them, what are you spending your money? And this is the same thing that when you go in for financing, um, what, what they're going to, what they're going to ask you, some of these same questions, they're going to, they're going to want to know what are you spending your money on now that doesn't matter. They're going to know about what, what are your bills. They're going to know about, they're going to want to know about all, all of that stuff, a lender, before they give you money to buy a house. They're going to want to know what are you spending your money on now? And so that's what I would, that's what I would ask. What do you, what do you, what, what money is waste is being wasted? Even though you may not think it's being wasted, what money is being wasted? And then once you figure that out, it, 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 it will usually surprise you how much money you're wasting. And that's just the first part of getting rid of all that wasteful spending. And then once you rationalize it, it's, I mean, to me, it's really easy because I've never been a wasteful person. Like even things that I should be spending more money on, I I try not to. You know what I mean? Like something I know is of a better quality and I should spend money on. There've been a few times where I've never been burnt to where I've been stuck. My my heating press, my first one was one of the cheapest ones you could buy. It was like a hundred and some dollars, maybe two hundred dollars. My first heating press, I had it for a week it, it, because it was just crap. But then I ended up buying the like the second most expensive one on the market. And the only different was uh, one was the, the one I have is the. Uh, the, the Fusion, uh, I can't remember the model, but it's like the second most expensive one, like home, like one you can use, not industrial, but the mo- second most expensive one that you can buy in a home. And the one above that is one that has a foot pedal and it's, um, it, it has a compressor that, you know, does the clamping down the press and everything for you. I was like, I don't need that. I'm not doing that much volume to where I can't, you know, to where I will experience any kind of fatigue but once I bought that I was like you know this is this is what I should have started with and that's made and that's paid for itself 20 30 times over you know so but I always try to justify a cost first I just sold one of my lenses I just sold my um 7200 Tamron awesome lens 2.8 all the way through the the full range full zoom range awesome lens I just sold it because I wasn't using it I hadn't used that lens in probably a year or so I hadn't I hadn't used it, the lens in a while so I sold it and uh, bought a recorder oh yeah let me update you guys on that I bought a Tascam recorder uh, DRL5 and it came with a, uh, a lapel mic so I'm, I'm hoping that's going to add to the quality of the mobile podcast but so that, that's what when I when there's a purchase I want to make I start I first start looking at what's not making me money now what can I get rid of I start there and then I, I try to see what am I spending 
that is not bringing in any revenue. And then I go from from that to, okay, now I need to buy this item. Before I make any kind of major purchase that's going to be over a hundred bucks, I always do that. I, I try to see what, because if you don't do that, you're just going to be buying stuff because it's the new shiny thing and you can't justify your purchase. You're just buying it for no reason. The same thing with if you if you want to do something and you think you can't afford it, start looking at what money is going out that's not bringing any money in. Like what what's frivolous spending? What 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 frivolous spending are you doing that you don't really have to? You're just doing it because you think it's convenient and you, and, and you're lazy. <laughs> is what it comes down to. You know, what what can you get what can what spending can you get rid of that's not benefiting you other than convenience if if, if it's only convenience but the convenience is not a major convenience it's, it's just a convenience like instead of making your own coffee you you know you stop by starbucks every day or wherever you get coffee from every day even if you went out and bought a keurig and if, if you buy the Keurig like I did, that comes with the. Uh, I bought my wife a Keurig for for uh, her birthday, it, and it was the one that comes already comes with the filter, the the fil- the refillable filter. And 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 this is just to add to. I mean, we we've always been making our own coffee, but this is to add to it more to make it even more convenient making your own coffee. We finally justified upgrading to a Keurig. And even if you went out and if you took all the money that you spend on buying coffee out and just paid that money on the Keurig, that's still going to be better than you buying coffee, stopping by Starbucks every every day or even twice, twice a week. You, you buy that Keurig, you pay 200 bucks for it. That's going to pay for itself in time. So even if even if you have to justify it that way that's going to save you money in the long run as opposed to you just doing this because of convenience because when you start making your coffee your own coffee at home when you start making your own lunches it's not going to be long before you realize how much money you were you were wasting and i and i don't know this for a fact because i i've never been the type of person to be buying to eating out, eating lunch out and stuff like that. They just it, it always been <laughs> just, I, I mean, that's, that's, I'm pretty sure that's from like the way I grew up. You know, we, we never went out. <laughs> eating pizza was a luxury. I, th- I think I had before I, um, before I went, before I went to the, into the military, I think I ate at a pizza hut probably once or twice in my entire life. You know, if we had pizza. It was, uh, it wasn't it wasn't even Walmart then. It was uh, Food Cub or Cub Foods. It was Cub Foods or like the local. Uh, there was a there was a place called Star Groceries, a little mom and pop local uh, local grocery store, and we would buy those like the little miniature pizzas. But we didn't, you know, I, I didn't grow up going going to even like eating fast food. Like if I had if I got fast food it was like kfc and i bought whatever cheap like a dollar i strapped up a dollar and this is this was usually if i was going to be somewhere like uh 
after band practice to where I would have to go to work right after like, you know, high school band practice or something like that. I would have to scrape up something to to buy, you know, to buy something on the way in route to, to work, you know, for my job after school or something like that. So I never there was never a big thing to me to be eating out or do all this other stuff. Haircuts. The barbershop was, you know, wheeled in the back <laughs> and a little behind us. Um, or somebody else in the neighborhood who cut hair for five bucks. You know, we didn't, I didn't, I didn't grow up going to no barbershop. I probably went to a barbershop probably five times in my entire life. And, and there was, there was, there was like from the ages of, um, like when I was smaller, when I was, you know, real little. But, I, you know, so it maybe it's easy for me to say because this stuff, all, you know, this, this frivolous spending was never really, uh, a uh, common thing for me. I didn't. I didn't grow up with that kind of spending, so maybe it's easier for me to say. But even stuff that I once had and got rid of because I saw no use for, like cable television. We haven't had cable television. I can't remember the last time we had cable television. But we spend money on internet because internet makes us money. So that's the thing. We we'll spend a higher amount. Matter of fact, we probably spend the same amount on, on internet than for a faster internet than someone with like a with the triple play package or whatever, you know, would, would pay on having internet, phone, and cable. We don't we don't want a slow internet connection, so we spend more on that because that's justifiable. That's a business expense. Cable TV is not a business expense. You can't write off cable television. Unless you have an office and, and, you know, you have a storefront, you have people coming, maybe you can write it off. But, you know, my, my business is from home. I can't write off a, a a cable bill. So it's things like that that once you st- once you des- decide you want something bad enough, you're going to find a way. You know, you may you may think you want it, but if you're not willing to sacrifice your your getting your nails done, getting your hair done every week having the, new, the newest Jordans yeah, yeah, and, and to, when you when you really want it you're going to be able to sacrifice that stuff and get the things that's going to make you money to where doing that stuff is no big deal but it, it amazes me how many people do that you know have that spend money like that and then complain about not being able to get small things that will um, benefit them in starting a business it was the same thing like back home when I was growing up. The drug dealers and stuff had the smoothest rides, but they lived in shacks. Smoothest rides, smoothest clothes, you know, like I said, whatever new clothes, whatever the fashion trends were, they had it, but lived in shacks. And I was aware of that when I was when I was young, like you still in the hood. You, you, you still it's like that same. But it's that same mentality. Of people wanted to look, wanted to look dope, want to look like they got the best trends, the best fashion trends. But then it's like they always playing catch up, always playing catch up. You know. Meanwhile, the the next dude, he's getting the business started, and he's he's not looking homeless, but you know he got maybe he got on some whatever the 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 basic brand Nikes, <laughs> some uh, Asics. Uh, 
some New Balance. But he's going to be, I guarantee you never seen Bill Gates with some Jordans on. I may be wrong. I guarantee you never seen William um, Warren Buffett with some Jordans on. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I guarantee you never seen Steve Jobs with his black turtleneck on jeans. I don't think he ever wore Jordans. You know what I mean? But but, <laughs> but this is the stuff that that is, is kind of amusing to me because it's just like these same people that complain about they they can't I can't get it started. I don't have I don't have the money. And then it's it's even funny when they when people would look at me. And they say, well, yeah, but you you make money. Uh, uh, I'm like, no, I'm I'm smart about money. And I got a and I got a wife that's way more, <laughs> way more smart about money than I am. So anyway, that's my rant. But update on the audio. Like I said, I I, I bought a um, I bought a recorder. You know, I, I bid I played some bids on a lot of them on eBay. I didn't win. So I just bought it from Amazon. Amazon had an awesome deal. On um, just a Tascam package, it was a Tascam DR05, along with a. It looks like the Boya microphone from just from the pictures, but it didn't have a description of what the microphone actually was. Uh, so it came with that, and um, I think it came with a, a little stand, also a little tripod. But it was like eighty bucks or something like that. So. That's why I wasn't willing to pay more than that for a used one. I'm like, I can buy a new one. Even even B and H had new ones for eighty bucks. Uh, the Tascam DR5 or even the Zoom One was like the same price. I mean, the Zoom H1. So that's what I opted for. And then that's a price point to where if I need to sell it, I can sell it and upgrade to a. If I need a like a more than a two track. If I need something with an XLR input, I, you know, I spent less than a hundred bucks on a on a new recorder and a um in a in a better well hopefully it'll be a better lapel microphone because it's battery powered so I'm thinking it has a little more boost than um, this Sony one that I'm using now and I think this Sony one has something has more to do with the the what I'm recording through my phone there's no amp because I've seen reviews of this thing. And it sounded way better when guys were using it for, um, you know, using it with like a recorder or using it with another device that has a preamp in it. So, because I know I when I tested this on my camera, on my K3, and it sounded better, but but for some reason I can't get that same sound out of out of the phone. And of course that may be it. Like I said, man, this this audio thing is something I'm learning as I, as I go, you know, I, I watched a lot of videos this weekend on YouTube and on Lindo.com about audio and, um, and found out that, yeah, you know, it's, it's more than just having a better mic and plugging it into something. It, there's all sorts of stuff that goes with it because I was thinking, Hey, as long as you got a good mic, that's it. That's not the case. You know, you guys are going to start hearing some differences with, with the, uh, with the microphone, with the audio quality. The one thing I was trying to avoid was having to do syncing, you know, doing using a dual um, dual format where I'm recording the video and then capturing the audio source separately. But from what I can see, from what I from all the videos, that seems like to be the best and most 
efficient way, not efficient way because it's a little bit more time consuming, but you can get a more consistent quality when you, even though it's two different devices, each device has its, has its intended use. You know, you catch an audio with an audio device, you catch a video with a video device. So, you know, uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm invested in it now to where I know I want a better audio quality. I'm not trying to get perfection, but I just want it to a level to where I don't have to do a lot of post process. I think that's the, the same journey that I'm on with photography, doing, get, getting better results with my equipment in camera. So I'm not spending all this time in Photoshop unless I'm trying to do something that causes, you know, that has a need for Photoshop and not, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get better quality up front and not having to spend a lot of time in post. That's my ultimate goal. So if I have to spend more money up front for better tools, then I'm going to do that because it's saving me time on the back end. You know what I mean? And again, my whole thing is consistency because like like now, like I, I have videos as of this recording, I have probably five videos that I haven't posted yet. So so hopefully by the time you get to this one, I've posted them. But And it's just because I'm, I'm trying to do so much with getting the audio quality a little bit better and, and things like that and just learning these new tools that I haven't used in forever. So... Um, so in the long run, I'm, I'm going to be consistent with, like, like I said, not, not looking for perfection, but something to where I'm going to create a consistent quality. And, and so far, I haven't seen that, you know, with me producing the video and audio is, it's kind of like all over the place. So, uh, that's what you guys have to look forward to. So stay tuned, stay tuned to, to all that coming up. Uh, you know, I've, I've been hearing so much that, 2017 is the year of video and I really think that I'm just seeing so many new things with video I saw a video um, the weekend of uh, Samsung Gear 360 and that scene and this on that thing is under 300 bucks you know and you you can I can't remember which channel it was but he recorded in in, in in three six with a 360 camera and you can while watching it you can you know move around you can it is a 360 view and I'm like man that's that's awesome. Uh, so stuff like that is like you either you either get on board with it or you just get left behind. There's there's other stuff I got left behind with just because I, I, I don't really see all that much of a benefit. Like with megapixels and mirrorless versus um, mirrored cameras and full frame. And I, I don't have a use for any of that stuff. But if I'm getting into video now as an addition to you know, just, just for the content aspect, I can totally see how, how, um, that 360 is going to be awesome. Especially if you're doing like travel photography or if you're doing like anything where atmosphere and environment is important or can enhance the viewing experience, man, that 360 stuff. And it seems like it's coming in at a lower, a lower price point than what technology tends normally comes in and i mean because 300 bucks for that and, and i don't know if that's a that's i think it's called a samsung gear 360 i'm not sure if that's a good one like i said that was my 
that's my first time even watching the 360 video. You know, I'm not sure what price point is that. Is that middle range, low range, high range? You know, but for what I saw, even with his the guy's uh, comments about problems he had, it was like for to be testing out something and to, and to get in on something in the beginning, 300 bucks. That's a small investment. So, anyway, tell us at straighttalkuncut.com is where you can send uh, questions, comments, review the podcast on iTunes, get to the YouTube channel, tv.straighttalkuncut.com. And like I always say, I don't know a lot, but what I do know, I talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time, guys, talk to you in the next episode.